With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic, a sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. That it does is we are in the air everywhere, filibustering the podcast on the fifth hour with Ben Maller because four hours are not enough. We're doing this eight days a week, every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, this being the Friday podcast. And for better or worse, joined yet again by David Gascon. Yes, we will uh, we'll get things out in the open, Ben. Uh, social media handles right away. Um, that's right, that's right. And, and by the way, this uh, Father's Day weekend, Gascon, and if uh, you want a, a cameo, yeah. I am on Cameo. You can check me out. Just type my name, Ben Maller, in there. Personalized video message if you want. Uh, I'm the cheapest guy available among the uh, the guys from Fox Sports Radio that are on there, Clay Travis and uh, Rob Parker and some of the other guys. But uh, I'm on there. So it's not free, but if you want to want to take part in that, Cameo.com, C-A-M-E-O, and then just type my name in. And uh, obviously on Twitter, at Ben Maller, Instagram, Ben Maller on Fox, the Facebook page, Ben Maller Show. We use the Facebook page to get a lot of questions for the mailbag that we do on Sunday, and we you can also email us if you don't have Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. You're old school. A real fifth hour at gmail.com. And Gascon, how can the masses reach you? You can get me on Twitter at David J. Gascon. You can get me on Instagram at Dave Gascon. And you can also follow me and request a message on Cameo. Um, what? I, I've You're on my, Cameo? No, no. I, I, You're not a big enough name to be on I, Cameo. You can't be on Cameo. I, That's a big platform. I'm, How dare uh, you? I'm a part of a national platform, so wow. I get to bleed on over there. and uh, Riding my coattails to Cameo. I'm trying. Riding my coattails to Cameo. <laughs> How trying. dare you? Well, you know, I think everybody else has done that that you've worked with. Your producers certainly have. Your board ops that have gone on to other <laughs> shows have done that, apparently. Uh, um, yeah. So I'm doing that, too. And the nice thing is, my retail price is now the cheapest of anybody at Fox Sports Radio, so it's cheaper than yours. It's, well, how uh, much is it? It's a little bit more economical, I'll say that. Okay. Uh, but the message right. is just as good, and the, the face no, is much no, better no, looking. No, no. So no, nobody, nobody wants it. Please, yeah. come on. I, no, I won't do any Father's Day messages. Actually, I will, but uh, I'm more inclined to do a, a Mother's Day message. You know what would be funny? If somebody uh, contacted Gagon over here and said, hey, uh, can you can you say David Gagon and have you just say that <laughs> rapid fire and then they paid you so you'd have to do it right? yeah have i to, think i have no choice i think uh, i'd rather fly out to new york and order some shake shack and identify as a cop 
<laughs> so I could drink some bleach for that. It's it's funny because uh, you know the the cameo. They have, my my friend in Baltimore does radio. Uh, some guy sent him a cameo and told him to like say fuck you and you're an asshole. And, you know, like, the guy yeah. was trying to bust his friend's balls. And my buddy's like debating. Uh, he's like, should I do it? Should I not do it? And he did it. He absolutely did it. He's like, they paid me the money. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go down that road. I'm gonna do that. Um, so, so yeah, you, you could really bust Gascon's balls. And the cool thing about that is, if the audio is good, we can use that as drops. Uh, we can use those uh, sound bites, which you do not want, Gascon, uh, as drops. On the, on the show, so that's well, uh, that's cool. But well, that'd be awesome because I would take any kind of compensation for my work actually being delivered here on air. Wow, <laughs> you know, the, 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 man, <laughs> think, Jeez, think, what a I think that would be important, right? <laughs> what a douchebag, yeah. king narcissist. Well, I king will and the but, narcissist. But uh, what? I, I think uh, I appreciate the the invite, the the welcoming, the cameo. So I kind of yeah. piggyback off of of your your promo intro um, and a couple other people. So. We'll see how this thing turns yeah. out. Yeah, it's fun. it's fun. I don't do a lot of them, and I don't. I keep saying I'm going to put it on social media, and I don't. The only way I really promote this is on the podcast. The yeah. only people that really know about this are the people that listen to the podcast, which is the the P ones, the king of the kings that are big fans of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, this is an interview podcast or a hanging with friends podcast. I love talking to my radio friends. I love radio people. We've had hacks on. Uh, he was great. My one of my mentors from San Diego, uh, we, Jerry Callahan, a colleague, briefly at EEI, and he got canceled. He was on last week. Jerry was wonderful. Lee this Klein. Week, We've had Lee Klein. That, on. That's right. Lee Klein was another one. I, I got to go through my phone here and find some more old radio people. Well, we found one today, and this is a colleague of ours at Fox Sports Radio. He hosted our morning show. Uh, prior to, to Clay Travis taking over the morning show, it was Mike North and Andy Furman. And I love the hell out of these guys. A couple of radio legends. Uh, Andy Furman, dominant in the Cincinnati market. Mike North, at one point, was the highest paid sports talk radio personality in the entire industry. Not just in Chicago, the entire country. Mike North was the king of sports talk radio Back in the early 2000s, late 90s, he had a morning show in Chicago. And he is, we have Doc Mike on. In fact, I think I, uh, I will uh, probably reference Doc at some point. Because I hear Mike North, he, he bleeds Chicago, right? He's, he's through and through. If you don't know his story, most of us do. But if you're, you're, you're new to Mike North, he started out as a hot dog vendor in Chicago. He had hot dog stands and then... He ended up, he'll, he'll, I'm sure we'll get into it and he'll tell the story here, but he ended up becoming this megastar in media and, and how that all transpired from a you know, street smart hot dog vendor to the king of sports talk radio. It's a wild, a wild tale of success. And uh, Mike's lived through a lot of stuff. He's older than us, so he's experienced some craziness before we were around. And so we can get into that as well. So uh, let's give it up here for Mike North, a longtime sports radio legend who joins us now on the fifth hour with Ben Maller and David Gascon. And so, Mike, it's been a while since we've caught up here. And uh, where are you at with the state of the world right now? We are living through some craziness. Well, you know what? First of all, it's good to talk to both you guys again. Love you. Uh, been working at ESPN. I work at ESPN 1000 on Friday, and uh, we have the Encore show on Saturday. It's uh, called The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco. I also have uh, an interest in a website called Bears Bar Room that I uh, help promote with a great guy, Aldo Gandhi, and whole crew people. And uh, I was uh, basically making picks for Vegas scores and odds, but that's been closed down for now, and see, we'll see until we see what happens with this. Plus, I... I moved out of Chicago. I moved about 70 miles west. I'm living in a nice little community called Huntley, Illinois. Me and my wife and uh, just enjoying myself, to be honest with you. See, I'm a little older now, so if, if this would this quarantine would have happened to me when I was in my 30s or 40s, there would have been hell to pay. But uh, uh, being my age now, you know, I, I, I belong to the golf club out here. I play golf a couple times a week, and I, I stay home, watch television, or look at or play with Twitter, look at what you guys are up to, and see what's going on. 
Yeah, and and Mike, I mean, it, it is wild. I mean, you've been through a lot of crazy things in your career doing radio and stuff, but the last right. the last hundred days here with everything shutting down, you know, in the planet mostly, and, and obviously in our world, mm-hmm. sports. I mean, what do you make of what's been going on here the last couple of months? Uh, I feel for you guys, number one. See, they took my show off for about nine weeks at ESPN because there was no gambling. There was no games. And then they said there's gonna. They, they must have gotten word. They they brought us back May twenty second. Um, but I gotta be honest. I only do it once or twice a week. And I remember back, and, and nothing's changed. You know, we used to call the the the, the days of like uh, June, July. You know, the drags are January and February. There's always a couple slow months in sports radio. You guys have had uh, your basic. I mean, lifeblood taken from you and you've all done a good job. I think all the stations have adjusted. I know some stations like Fox, we, uh, of course I did radio from Chicago for Fox here for six years. Uh, and we set up our own little studio. Uh, but, uh, you know, a lot of stations around the country still had their people coming in and it took them time to, uh, adjust. But now uh, it seems like everybody's, uh, you know, trying to get a rhythm going, but I feel for you guys because basically every day is like a Groundhog Day. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Yeah, and the odd thing, Mike, and I, you did a great job. I loved you and, and Furman together. You guys were great. You made me laugh every morning. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. It was a great yeah. show. And Jonas, you know, and it was uh, and Robert Guerrero. It was a great show. We had a lot of fun doing it. But we ran it, you know, ran its course. But, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, but the weird thing about what's going on right now for us, and, you know, they give us the, the online streaming numbers and all that stuff, like Fox Sports Radio has had the high, some of the highest ratings in the 20-year history of the network when there have been no sports going on. Like, how – that makes no sense to me. Why why would someone listen to a sports radio show? It's very odd. I mean, is there – do you have any theory on why that, that would be true? If it is true, it seems like it's true. It seems odd to me. Well, I know that streaming is the big thing right now. I mean, that's what they're going on because a lot of the cars aren't in use. I mean, let's face it, the first month, guys, you were on the air – uh, well, this quarantine or the first two months, a lot of people weren't in their cars. So, you know, they're holding on to streaming. Uh, it seems to me that uh, people are tuning in. I don't know exactly how the ratings are. It doesn't hurt. And I remember when me and Andy were doing mornings, we weren't on. I think you guys are on Sirius now, right? Are you on Sirius? Yeah. Or yeah, XM? We're on, yeah, we're on, we're on Sirius? Sirius. Yeah. Yes. 
Well, we weren't. There was no at that time. We weren't on serious. So that helps too, guys. I mean, Benny, it opened up a whole new thing. People, a whole new audience for you, uh, for your overnight show and David and everybody else. So uh, I think that's helped. But you know, I'm a radio guy, and you know what? Streaming's very, very important. But I've been hearing radio was going to die for the last twenty years. The money's still in radio, and. Uh, I think that's that's always going to be that way. It's just more fragmented now. I think that the national radio stations and, and Sirius and XM have done a great job, and I think they've uh, sort of hedged out the local radio markets, if you will, um, when local radio used to be the boss. Now, uh, you know, it's up for grabs. It used to be in Chicago. Syndicated radio didn't work at all, and uh, now it works a little bit more than it used to. Uh, I think politically correctness has hurt a lot of radio, and I think that uh, basically all the stations, Sirius and, and, and XM, have really hurt the local radio market because there's so many great shows on those stations. Mike, piggybacking off of that, and you mentioned the PC world, I told this to Ben a couple different times off the air, but you know, I'd never listened to Ben prior to joining the network just because hours and time slots are completely different. Mm-hmm. And then when I got to the network and I started working the overnights and I started working the morning shows, you know, Jonas Knox, who was your producer at the time, he would tell me some wild stories because I didn't know who the fuck you were. I didn't know who Andy was because you guys were in <laughs> Chicago. But Jonas would tell me some of the best stories off the air about you guys. And then I start listening and I'm saying, who the fuck are these guys? And so it, it grew on me like it grew on him. But to be candid with how you are, on the radio, and this mm-hmm. is a personal question because we had Jerry Callahan on last week with with Ben mm-hmm. because they worked together at WEEI, and he talked about some of the struggles about. Oh, I remember Jerry. Yeah, absolutely. So, so with, the, with the way that his show was derailed by by somebody, do you think personally, like you mentioned, in your thirties or forties, if you were on the air religiously, like like you mm-hmm. were with Fox, do you think you'd survive in today's climate? Well, I made it 28 years, which is amazing. But, you're, you know, in the 90s and 2000s, nobody, and I mean nobody, uh, when it came to sports radio, um, used the street talk like I did, used the brashness, used uh, certain words that you can't even use now. Um, and, you know, when I would find out you can't use the words, <clears throat> when the media guy would write about it in the Sun-Times or in the Tribune, and then everybody would get out of line, you know. But, I mean, I did stuff that, you know, uh, I hug a black day. I remember our station was not doing any remotes uh, or anything in the black areas of town. And it bothered me. And uh, I wanted to show my appreciation. So what we did was we set up soul food outside of the station. And I had a salute to blacks, <clears throat> our black uh, listeners. And it was called Hug a Black Day. And we had a line all the way down the street. And what would happen is they'd come up, I'd give them a hug, say, hey, man, it's good to see you. And man, Jesse Jackson got on me. Operation Push got on me, said I was patronizing, which I wasn't. And then I started realizing this. We could use that type of hugging right now. And I realized 20 years ago, they didn't want to see that. It bothered them. And they tried to put out, you know, and our station didn't see anything wrong with it. But even back then, uh, they, you know, you'd face stuff. I had, I had, a, I fund, I raised a hundred thousand packs of cigarettes for the soldiers in Iraq, right? And I did a remote from a restaurant called Jack's off of the expressway on the north side of Chicago, and we had a dumpster set up, and. We, at the time, the, the soldiers in Iraq weren't getting a lot of supplies, and they were running short of cigarettes. So we had people drive by. We had a big sign, drop cigarettes, your cartons, packs, everything. The dumpster was loaded. 100,000 packs of cigarettes sent to Iraq. You want to know the American Cancer Society came after me? Sorry. The American Cancer Society, because they said... I was encouraging smoking of the soldiers. I go, these people might be dead tomorrow. And it just, that's the way it was. So I faced a lot of stuff back then. You just had to be willing to, to try things. And I think nowadays people aren't willing to try things. They really aren't. And I think that now it's just come to work, 
Do the best you can. Make sure you don't say something that might get you in trouble, even though it shouldn't get you in trouble. You've got to try to be your own filter. I always had a saying, if you're going to think before you talk, you're in trouble. And I'm starting to see that with some people. They're thinking before they talk. And I think that's the way to be employed for a long period of time. But it's not a way to stand out and make a lot of money. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Well, yeah, I mean, and and this is something that I've been dealing with here. People are right now, Mike, and I'm sure it was somewhat the same then, but it seems like it's it's been cranked up here. People are are triggered by everything, like the the, right. the, most, the most benign things, and oh, I'm offended by that. And then, like, it, you know, I, I'm trying to figure this out. You've been around longer than me, but like, why are we supposed to bow down? You know, just because you're offended by something does not make it wrong you know what i mean you know what i'm saying right like, it seems like we've gone so far the pendulum has swung so far in the other direction so i'm going to ask you the wise man of sports radio a forefather a legend mike north how can we get back closer to what it used to be than what it is right now where we've, we've gone too far the other direction you got to have bosses that are willing to fight for you when i started it in radio I had a guy named Danny Lee and another guy named Seth Mason. And these guys had our backs. And that's why we were successful. Through those two things I described to you, they had my back. And, and other things, they had my back. They had the other guys' backs. And uh, better hirings. Um, start developing more talent from within. But the main thing is, if you think that if you say something, you're not going to get backed up by your bosses, then you're going to have a problem because it's always easy for the boss to say, I didn't hear this or what happened here. And Oh, maybe you shouldn't have said this. I never used to hear that. You know, we were making money. We were kicking ass into ratings. Uh, I was ultimately successful because I had bosses that said, this is working, people like it, and we're going to stick with it. And we were not politically correct. But it's 2020 now, and I'm seeing stuff, believe me, guys, that I thought I'd never see in my lifetime. I mean, nonsense. And people, you know, just just uh, right now, the, between the rioting, the protesting, and the covid Everybody seems to have lost their mind a little bit, and everybody's got to take a step back. Yeah, you, you were mentioning 
some of the some of the bits you guys did back in the day, and and you mentioned Jesse Jackson. You're, right. you're friends with Jesse, right? You became friends with him in in, in over the years, and right. you guys have had a good relationship. What's that been like? What, what's he, have you? Well, you, still, you still talking to him now? I'll tell you what happened. He comes to the comes to the studio, because uh-huh. my program director Ron Gleason says to me, Jesse Jackson's coming. He wants to meet you. He wants to talk to you about this this situation. I said, hell, I'll put him on the air. Have him sit in with me. So they called him. He sat in with me for about an hour. And uh, afterwards, we uh, had a little lunch. And uh, all of a sudden, we started talking. He went to Illinois. He was a quarterback at the University of Illinois. Uh, third stringer back in the day. And we started talking about football. And he's a sports fan. And the next thing you know, I, I'm, I'm at meeting him at a restaurant two weeks later for for uh, dinner, and we became sort of friends. And then I met his family and stuff, and uh, it was really crazy. And what's cool is about the Ernie Bank statue that's outside of Wrigley Field. Jesse Jackson calls me, and he says, uh, "I think, Mike, that uh, I want to get a statue for Ernie Banks." And I said, yeah, okay, cool. I go, he goes, but I went to the Tribune board meeting who owned the team at the time, and they wouldn't pay any attention to it. So I need your help. I go, what do you need? He goes, we, you need to get me out. We need to promote getting Ernie Banks a statue. And I said, okay, but if, you, if we get this statue built, you better give me credit. You better not screw me. I'll never do anything with you again. I swear to God, and I'm talking to one of the prominent civil rights guys of our, of our time like that, right? But that's how the kind of thing we had. And what happened was we, I got a hold of John McDonough, who was then the Cubs PR guy, and him, Jesse, myself. Uh, I had Jesse on the radio. It gained steam, and the next thing you know, Ernie got his statue. He gave me credit. Ernie did, Jesse, and it all worked out, and now there's a statue on the, uh, the corner. So that's how good of friends we were. And uh, I still am friends with the guy now, you know. So uh, it was it was crazy. He goes, you know, when I first met him, I said, I got to be honest with you. You know, you're not a family favorite. You know, I grew up on the north side of Chicago. A lot of Poles and Germans. It was mixed, Hispanics, the whole thing. He goes, I understand that, man. He goes, but a lot of it's misconceived, blah, 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 blah. So that's it. That's the kind of friendship we have. Mike, how does this, how does this year compared to the 60s? What's what's worse, based on your experience? Oh, this is worse. Because you know what? I was a businessman. for. I had three hot dog stands um, back in the seven, late 70s, 80s, and early 90s. And I, I mean, I can't imagine now having those three stands with everything closed up. But also, there was nobody protecting their businesses. Everything was closed. Nobody was on the street. And so between the COVID and then the rioting, and then, I mean, to be honest, to, to see two police stations burned down, I thought I'd never see that in my lifetime. So I think this 2020 is probably um, overall for this country <clears throat> worse than, than the 60s. And the 60s weren't a picnic. 67, 68, 69 was not a picnic. It was bad, too. Um, but but not not like this. Do not you, like this. I think social media has played such a huge role in anything that's happening now. If you want to have a gathering, it can take minutes. Back then, you know, word you had the word, if you were going to do some rioting or if you were going to do some protesting, or I, mean, I remember when Martin Luther King came to town. It was absolutely brutal. I mean, there was nothing but trouble. So uh, it was trouble back then. But uh, this is like the combination of COVID, people lo- 40 million people losing their jobs, and rioting. It's just been crazy. So you mentioned the social media aspect. Do you like the way that athletes today are using their social media platforms for social injustice, activism, things of that nature outside of their, of their scope as a professional athlete, whether it's football, baseball, basketball, or hockey? Well, I, I, you know what? We all do a little of it. I do a little of it. But I was in politics for 50 years. I worked for the first mayor daily. I mean, I worked for a legend. 
I was a precinct captain. I was a 16-year-old precinct captain. I worked for the city of Chicago when I dropped out of high school, 17, 18, 19, until I got drafted into service. Uh, but, yeah, you know what? I mean, I'll tell you what's really getting old, and this is the truth. I don't know how you guys feel about the Kaepernick stuff. It's getting old. He's four years out of the league. <laughs> I mean, are we going to be seeing in 2028 Kaepernick deserves a shot? I mean, you know, bring back LaDainian Thomas and bring back, get a whole new backfield out there in Los Angeles. But, <laughs> but you know, he seems to, that one there is getting old to me. And, and people forget, I had nothing against him kneeling. I'm a veteran. I almost went to Vietnam. Nixon froze the orders. I didn't have a problem with him kneeling. I've been, I've been seeing people sit there in the National Anthem in the 60s. I used to go to the Bulls games, and I'd see people sitting there in the National Anthem. Did it bother me? Absolutely. But I understood that they knew they had the right. The thing I didn't like is when he had the, 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 the pigs with the police on his socks. That's, that's when he went over, because I, I was a military policeman. I'm, I, I like law and order. I'm not perfect. I'm not saying, I've been arrested in my time. The cops didn't treat me like a lily either. I mean, they treated me you know, you know, pretty rough, and you know what? That's the way it goes. But, uh, yeah, that's the one thing I didn't like. And I think the Kaepernick thing is getting old, because any other quarterback that was four years out of the league that said, I want to come back, people would sneer at well, and Doc, it's not, you know, we, we talk about Kaepernick. I'm tired. Of, I, I'm worn out talking about Kaepernick. It's come back during the, the Well, apocalypse. he had an opportunity, too. People aren't even yeah. bringing this up. Oh, and then Goodell says he's got to, you know, if anybody want to sign him. And, and basically all I'm saying is, didn't we go through this last year? Didn't he have a tryout and then he yeah. moved it? And it yeah. seems like everybody's leaving that part out. And I had a guy that's very passionate about Kaepernick. He's a restaurant owner. Uh, and he says to me, uh, you know, Kaepernick, I think's getting the raw deal. I said, why? I said, I said, the guy basically, you know, is entitled to his opinion, but it was in the workplace. It hurt the league. You think it hurt the league that much? I go, yeah, the ratings were down and stuff like that. He said, well, I don't know. I go, well, why don't you hire Mr. Mater D? And his mouth is still open. <laughs> okay. That's a good so, one. So it's easy to talk. But, but here's what you're doing. You're bring if, if they do the kneeling stuff again, which, like I said, I don't have a problem with. I know millions of people do. But if they bring that up again, they're going to have the same issues. There's going to be a problem, and it just seems like we're going to be living this whole thing all over again. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
Yeah, and you bring up, that's a great point, Mike, because I've been saying the same thing in the middle of the night here, that there's a lot of the media, the the you know, the left-wing media that seem to think that it's going to be different now, that people have changed and they're okay and they're not going to be upset when the entire Houston Texans team takes a knee prior to a game with the Tennessee Titans, you know, and I, I, I believe it's still, it's still split. I don't know if it's 50, 50 or it's a 40, oh, 60, but it's, it's not. It's going to be brutal. Yeah. Are they at Kyler Murray saying I'm going to kneel? You know, you're just getting started and you want to put that type of heat on you. Did they forget what happened the last time? I mean, it wasn't yeah. pretty. I mean, there was splits on teams that we don't even know about. I was at the game with the Steelers where, where the one guy, the lineman, ran out. He says, I'm a ranger. I'm a, I was, I'm a veteran. So, I mean, why do they want to dredge all this up again? And why do they, under any other circumstances, name me another quarterback that would be out four years who really started out good in his career and faded. I mean, you know, that's the one thing I think a lot of the sports media is missing. Telling the background story about Kaepernick and bringing up, I mean, I don't know if you guys have talked about it. He had an opportunity last year and he used everybody. Yeah. yeah. And, and, so I, I just don't understand why that's being left out. It's like nobody's given him a chance in four years. That's a bunch of BS. Well, and not, not only that, Mike, just to follow up on the Kaepernick thing, I mean, when he started protesting, he sat on the bench, he was sulking because Blaine Gabbard had beat him out, and that part, that part, right. of, the story, that part of the story does not get told. They don't tell that part of the story because that's not sexy. People don't like to hear it. But at this point, what I have learned here, Mike, is that Kaepernick is no longer a football player. He's a demigod. He's a symbol. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he's no, it's not about football. And what's going to happen if Kaepernick got a job, and it would be good good for guys like us who talk about sports because it would be crazy to talk about. Not that I say he should, but if he got a job, can you imagine if the coach didn't talk to him the right way or he, you know, he had he had a bad practice and he, he went on Twitter and said something, the kind of hell that that team's going to have because of the power that Kaepernick now has? It's going to be insane if that would have happened. I, I just think, you know, and Anthony Lynn, I mean, the coach of the Chargers said, you know, we're, he should be taking, a, people should take a look at him. Where you been for the last couple? Why didn't you pick him up last year? Well, 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 wait a minute. All of a sudden now Kaepernick's a story again? I just don't get it. I, I think if you're people that are, are throwing the Kaepernick game in, I mean, especially sports people, I mean, how can you call yourself on-air guys or writers when you know the game of football? If you're away from it for more than two years, for whatever reason, you ain't worth a damn. I mean, do we really think if he came back tomorrow that he's going to be any good? I don't know. Maybe he will be. But I, I saw a guy that was diminishing by the time he left uh, uh, the National Football League. And he's still, he's still the, the stain on the shirt, guys, that even Tide can't get out. He shows up in the National Football League half of the – I'm serious – Half of the populace will hate it. That's the that's he, you make your bed, you lie in it. That's just the way it is. Absolutely, and Mike. Speaking of football, you're you're Mister Chicago, right? The, the we got to talk about the Bears a little bit there. Mitch Trubisky is uh, is he dead man walking at quarterback for the Bears, Mike? Is he? Uh, it certainly seems like it from the outside that he's not going to be around. If he plays like crap again this year, is uh, is that reality that you hear around Chicago? Well, the reality is every sports writer, every you know, first of all, the Bear Media is a bunch of coddlers, and you know, most of the media in Chicago is, and most of the media right now is on the Foles bandwagon, which makes me comfortable because they were all on the Cutler bandwagon for eight years, and I didn't want them from day one. I do know this about the, most of our media people. They couldn't pick a quarterback if they had to. So they're on the bandwagon of a quarterback whose last game, he had three interceptions, threw for 97 yards, and was benched for the second time. The first time for injury, but then Mishu started rolling. He could have come back a little earlier, but then he did come back. He was benched. In the meantime, and, Benny, this will be good for your overnight stuff. This is exclusive. Well, not really. I saw it on Twitter. But that's beside the point. <laughs> um, 
(laughs) Trubisky's working out with Cole Komet, the the tight end, the new tight end, Allen Robinson, David Monk, all the skill position players. They're all working out together. Foles isn't working out. So let me ask you guys. See, I think it's Trubisky's job to lose, and I don't think he'll lose it. And I think he's still got the two guys that drafted him, Ryan Pace and Nagy. But they brought in Foles because if he does struggle like he did last year, they will bring in the relief pitcher. That's my way of thinking. I think it's Trubisky's job. Uh, while most of the media, maybe 75%, think it's going to be Foles' job. And by the way, they go, and Bear fans are so funny. Oh, they're paying Foles $20 million for two years. That's chicken feed. That's chicken feed. That's nothing. That's backup money. So I think he's going to back up. I'm going to call Trubisky starts the first game unless there's an injury. Do you think Nagy survives the season, though? I I think that's the one question I have because when you're stuck with two quarterbacks that neither are A caliber, Mm -hmm. do you think he survives the year or do you think they're quick to pull the trigger on him? Well, we got to see what happens. But I think Trubisky's going to have a good year. I think what they got to do, though, I mean, they traded Jordan Howard for no reason. They got a running back named David Montgomery, who was not that good. Uh, their offensive line is suspect. I mean, last year was not just Trubisky's fault. He seemed to be the scapegoat. I thought the play calling by Nagy was not good. I thought he had a subpar year. But the year before, they made the playoffs. So uh, I think Trubisky has been working out all summer. He's been working out in the uh, northern suburbs out here in Buffalo Grove. And, uh, I think they're going to have a decent year. The over-under is eight and a half. I hear a lot of people like the under. So, uh, you know, their defense, they picked up Robert Quinn, uh, which is huge because now it's going to be tougher to just concentrate on Khalil Mack. That was a huge pickup. They've bolstered the defense a little bit. So we'll see what happens. They were the ninth-ranked defense last year, but the thing that was troubling about the defense was they'd give up like 60, 70-yard drives in the fourth quarter. And, uh, you know, that that ended up uh, losing them a couple football games. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm with you, Mike, in the standpoint, if the Bears really wanted to replace Trubisky, they would have gotten somebody better than Nick Foles. I, Nick, Foles Nick Foles sucks. I, I, I agree with you. He had that one out-of-body experience with the Eagles in the playoffs, but uh, the, the body of work outside of Philadelphia, Foles has been, been pretty bad. But well, that's a great point, Benny. He's never played a full season, number one. Number two... Philadelphia was built for him. Huge offensive line, decent skill position players. But with the Bears, it's a whole different story. You better have foot speed, which Trubisky has. I want Trubisky to take more chances this year, run a little bit more. But if you don't have foot speed, to me, Nick Foles is a great relief pitcher. He's never played a full season. He And here's another thing. we got to get off the Philadelphia thing. He has been an unmitigated disaster, one of the worst free agents in history. Four years, $88 million at Jacksonville. Poof, blew up in their face. I, I, I want to move Now, were you in your heyday, uh, when you were dominating the airwaves of Chicago, Sammy, yeah. Sosa, Sammy Sosa was dominating for the Cubs, and now there's mm-hmm. this controversy. I'm sure you've seen it the last uh, couple of years, mm-hmm. but really it flared up the last couple of weeks with the documentary. Should the Cubs allow Sammy Sosa back? What's the real story there, Mike? What's really going on between Sosa and the Cubs? What are you hearing? Well, the Cubs let Sosa run the show. I mean, when he was there, I lived this. And I was at the ballpark plenty. But uh, he got nose-to-nose with Kerry Wood. Kerry Wood smashed his boombox. He'd play his music loud. Him and Joe Girardi went at it. Sammy Sosa went from a 170-pound guy that I knew with uh, the Cubs back in 92 to a guy I didn't even recognize at the end. A, a guy nobody ever got more out of steroids outside of Lance Armstrong than Sammy Sosa. Nobody. Bonds was already an all-star even before he did it. Clemens was an all-star even before he did it. Sammy Sosa, before 93... 94, 10 homers, 15 homers, 8 homers. And all of a sudden, he got bigger and bigger. And don't forget, he had the court bat incident where the Super Bowl flew off. He had actual friends dress up in Cub uniforms and shag fly balls before games in batting practice. (laughs) So he was a mess. 
The team was a mess. I know that people want to bring them back. I don't like the fact that they, I don't understand the glorifying of cheaters in baseball. And McGuire and Sosa, to me, didn't bring back good memories. I knew it was a joke when it was happening. Sosa hit 60 home runs three times. Somebody said, well, yeah, but, you know, I go, wait, the numbers are indicting. That's when indicted Sammy. He had no business hitting 40 homers in his career, but he got I've never seen a guy get beefed up like him, ever, and I mean it. Mike, the only other guy that comes to my mind, and, and you mentioned or you know, how he was prior to being on the juice, is probably David Ortiz, right? I mean, he was in Minnesota. He had a lowly average, didn't hit for power, and then all of a sudden he makes his way to Boston, and the guy can't be struck out. Well, you know what he didn't do, but you know what he didn't do, Dave? He didn't break records. He helped them win pennants, World Series. And regardless of what we think he did, the bottom line is the guys that are facing the brunt are Bonds, because he broke Aaron's record, Sosa, because, well, really, they made a mockery of of the numbers. And uh, I remember Clemens... I, I said back in the day, I think pitchers were doing it. They go, well, why do you think pitchers are doing it? I go, well, if 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 a hitter can hit farther, why can't a pitcher throw harder? Yeah, most- And I remember interview, interviewing Ron Schuler, who was the GM of the White Sox, and I had asked him, why didn't you guys go after uh, Clemens? You let him go to Toronto? He goes, well, he's damaged goods. <sighs> Until we found out later that he's doing – what he was doing, and then he didn't become damaged goods anymore, and he had a whole new second career. Yeah, he goes to people forget this. I mean, he was he was basically done was with done. baseball. He had no zip on a fastball and his sinker, and then all of a sudden he goes to Toronto and goes back to back on Cy Youngs. And yeah, that's, that's a, uh, that was that was a problem. And now and then he goes to Houston. This is the best. And I knew a guy on the Cubs ground crew, and he says, you know, this Clemens. Mike, he's got this cream that he keeps rubbing on his arm yeah. in between innings. I go, what are you talking about? Well, the ground crew guys used to go in the dugout, especially during rain delays. And, you know, they'd sit there with some of the players, and the players would be in the clubhouse. But Clemens would rub this white, creamy substance on his arm after every inning. And and the outside of it was a white tube, but it was the tape. They had tape over whatever the printing was on it. Well, I just put two and two together. He was putting creatine on mm-hmm. and or, or doing something like that. And, and, and then lo and behold, years later, we see him uh, testifying before Congress. <laughs> and then Palmero rat- wagging their fingers. I, I guess the one thing though, Mike, is you, is you talk about the players that shouldn't be getting into the hall of fame, but you look at Bud Selig and you look at the owners they're the biggest. Uh, they're the biggest implication with all this because I don't want to say they condone it, but they did turn an eye to it and they reaped the rewards of it. The gate sales were up. The marketing was. Up, I didn't know what we re- were supposed to do. I mean, you know what? I didn't know what they were supposed to do. They didn't have testing in place. They were all disorganized. This thing came out of nowhere. Yeah. I will say I thought Sela tried to do stuff, but the media did too. You saw they they treated these two guys like they were doing this legitimate. Right. On 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 on, on the documentary, everybody turned a blind eye. It wasn't just Selig. It just it wasn't just the owners. It was it was the the media. It was it was uh, the ownership. It was the players. It was everybody. And then when you hear Sammy Sosa say, "Well, everybody was doing it back then." Well, that's not too good to hear. It really isn't. And and then when you see that, uh, you know, a guy like Frank Thomas, I, I mean, my my favorite thing is Frank Thomas swears to God he never did it, and mm-hmm. there's no reason to believe he did. In fact, Giambi got the MVP the year Frank should have got up, and Giambi, I mean, Giambi was, I'll never forget, it was like 40 degrees at, at, at White Sox Park, mm-hmm. and Giambi was so riddled with steroids, he was sweating like it was 90 degrees <laughs> when he was at the plate. It was just, he was so big, so hooked. All these guys just turned into different type of people and that just uh it's it screwed up baseball the records are really i mean i still use the old records i still follow maris's record i still follow aaron's i don't regard uh, bonds record or solstice i really don't fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com 
And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What happens when you have people that make the argument, hey, back in the day, these guys were taking greenies and they're taking other supplements that people may not be taking these days, but they were taking them back in the day and they've been abolished by Major League Baseball. So where's the stance on that for you? Well, I don't think greenies make you hit the ball farther, though. No. Pete Rose told me he took greenies all the time. They used to have them in a bowl on the, on the, on the picnic table in the clubhouse. Yeah. But and what it did was they would party all night. They would be dragging, especially for day games. I mean, you come into Chicago and you're playing all day games after you, you know, just played uh, three night games at, at St. Louis, and now you're partying at night in Chicago, and you, you you used to take the greenies. To me, you know, the steroid thing is the thing that really has dragged the game. I never heard anybody say this game sucks because the players are on greenies. I I guess the pushback, though, for me would be this, is that greenies are one thing, but that helps out with with where you're at in terms of alertness and recovery. And that's what Andy Pettit had mentioned when he got popped because he was using HGH. You don't take the HGH to get bigger and stronger and faster, but you take it to recover. Mm -hmm. And as you know... A, a, availability is a lot of times better than just you know ability alone, and so when you're able to play ninety percent of the time or ninety five percent of the time, as opposed to having to take you know once every four days off because you're laboring, you're lingered, you're you're hurt and you're banged up. I, I think that does a lot. So you're talking about guys that come rolling on in because of a bad hangover or the flu or whatever right. it may be, I and mean, you popping something, anything, that gets you back on the diamond, you're going to be... Well, you're drinking coffee. Yeah, Coffee's got... I mean, I drink four Starbucks a day. I feel like a kid again after my fourth one. I want to go run around the block. I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, there are artificial stimulants you are going to take, but when you're knowingly injecting stuff in you that you know. I mean, I looked at those home runs, guys. I don't know if you know. I mean, they, they weren't even swinging hard. McGuire wasn't even swinging hard. The ball's going out on the street. Sosa, too. I mean, and I will say this. They, Sammy Sosa had one of the greatest motors. I never saw a guy play harder. But why was he able to play harder? Why was he able to maybe do things other guys couldn't do? Because he had an advantage. It's sort of like if you play seven-card stud and you give me ten cards and you only get to have seven, and I beat you every time, am I going to the card-playing Hall of Fame? No, I cheated. But but that that's basically what I equate it to. I just think that... It was wrong to have an edge, and I don't know how many players did it, but to hear Sammy Sosa say, 
everybody was doing it at the time was not a good look. Well, and I remember Mike uh, with the Dodgers, uh, Mike Piazza. I'd go out and watch batting practice, and he would hit balls out of Dodger Stadium over the pavilion during batting practice yep. reg- regularly. And but that brings up an interesting thing here because if you look at the Hall of Fame, and I was just like you, Mike. I was like these guys, ban them all. Nobody should get in the Hall of Fame. Not you know Bonds, McGuire, Sosa, Clemens, any of these guys. But they've already let guys in like Jeff Bagwell, Mike Piazza, Pudge Rodriguez, who many believe did steroids and were productive because in large part of steroids. So how do you decide? I mean, this is my argument. If you're going to let those guys in, then you have to let the other guys in. How do you how do you decide who gets in and who doesn't get in when you already let some steroid users in the Hall of Fame? Well, first of all, those those guys, once again, Danny, and I know what you're saying, they didn't really break any records, but I know they, we feel they did performance enhancers. I mean, I saw Pudge Rodriguez lose 35 pounds over the winter, you know. I mean, you know, you see these guys now, I still see the 85 Bears walking around. I mean, Kurt Becker was a 270-pound lineman, now he's 180, you know. Uh, they've even told me they did the steroids. Uh, but, but I think it was the records. I, I, it's crazy. If Bonds hit six, look at A-Rod. A-Rod's got 609 homers, right, or something like that. I don't know. And and I don't know if he's ever going to get in. I don't think he will because of the, the suspension and everything else. I know that people will campaign hard for him. And, uh, you know, we could talk another day about him being allowed to own the baseball team. That's crazy. I mean, it just seems like the, the, the guys that aren't doing, don't do the right things get rewarded. But I, I don't, I think it was the breaking of the records, guys. And I think it was the ridiculousness of Sosa's numbers and Bonds breaking Aaron's record. That, and the arrogance at the congressional hearings with McGuire. Um, I, I, I just think that you're right. There is probably a two-tier system where some guy snuck in and Piazza might be one of them. There's no doubt about it, Ben. He was a, I used to hang with Tommy Lasorda when he was in Chicago. And they picked him, I don't know, at the bottom of the barrel. Nobody gave him a chance, and Tommy was his godfather. And the next year, you know, he was in All-Star Games. Yeah, it's it's, it's crazy. Hey, Mike, I, I heard a rumor about you. I want you to confirm it or not. I don't know how much you can say or not, but I heard a rumor sure. in, the, in the hallways at Fox Sports Radio that there's some kind of movie project about you. Is that is that accurate? Yes. Is that just really? Yes. There is a movie project that called Raging Mouth, but to be honest with you, because of this COVID, everything's been shut down. We were on a roll, and I wanted to get the, we were in pre-production at the time, and it's called Raging Mouth, and uh, we're currently doing some rewriting of the script. You know, movies don't la- happen in a year or two, uh, but we were on schedule uh, I just got the script back from uh, Adam Rifkin, who's the director, and uh, Jeremy Morrison, who's the screenwriter. I looked at it. We're making some changes. But, yeah, that's in the works. When it's going to happen now, I have no idea. I really don't because this whole COVID thing has closed everything down. But that is that rumor is correct. So who's going to play you? That's awesome. Your life story is going to be – who's going to play right. you in the movie? Who do you want to play well, uh, you in the movie? I have a guy in mind. If it's if it's a movie where it's not going to, it, it, there's there's big budget guys that I want, and there's small budget. Ike Barinholtz, who uh, is a great actor, he's from Chicago, and he was a listener of mine. Uh, he was in Snatch with Goldie Hawn. I don't know if you guys have seen it, and Amy Schumer. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was in that as he played the son, and. Uh, also, my my wish list is Justin Timberlake <laughs> to play me in a big budget movie with his wife to play my wife Phoebe Jessica Biel. Uh, but uh, we have a lot of people in the pod that we're stirring around, and the first thing we got to do is have a good script. And once you get the script, then you start shopping it around, and then the actors start coming. Well, that's great. Hey, Doc, uh, or Doc, uh, Mike, let me, let me tell you something. You, you've got to, uh, when you have the red carpet, when you have the uh, red carpet event there, we, I want to I see that. I want to I see the spectacle when that becomes reality. That's going to be awesome. If it happens, man, believe me, you're gonna, I'll, I'll bring you down. Maybe we'll have it at Grauman's. Hell <laughs> yeah, with there, it. There you go. We'll do it in Hollywood. You guys can walk down the street. 
Perfect. I, totally. I, you know, Ben, do you think it'd be fair for me to ask Mike to be a part of this project since he defecated on my last name and it's been, it's it's just. I echoed. love that. First of all, I'm surprised. Where's the cut? I love that cut. No, it's one of my no. favorite David Gag on. just absolutely. Mike, I, I, Mike. I, I, I forgot I, about that. I forgot you gave And you know what? It was all, and it, here, here. I never want to butcher anybody's name, but we had never worked together. I, I don't know right. if we had worked together before. I go, who's doing the updates? He goes, hey. I think David Gagon is doing the. Uh, I think that's how I did it at the yeah. time. Yeah, Mike, I because I was working on the show with Ben that night, and then after I stepped in with you guys, with you, Andy, and then Jonas. Right. And there's a Starbucks down the street, so I was grabbing some Starbucks after the shift was over. And typically, when you leave, there's about a delay on iHeartRadio from anywhere from about three or four minutes out. And so I get in my car, and I'm at Starbucks. And then all of a sudden, like you guys are saying, th- like you're one of the rare shows that actually like thanks the entire staff. You're identifying people, so. right? We say I used to thank everybody, right? So you were thanking the board op, you were thanking Jonas, and then you got to me, and I was like, "What the fuck was that?" I texted, <laughs> I texted Jonas. I go, "Hey, listen, we want to thank Bobby Carrera. We want to thank Jonas Knox." <laughs> Did a great, great job, Andy. You have a great time out there. Also, our updates, David Gagon. I mean, you know, yeah. yeah I, it's I, one of the famous cuts. It's still played, I think, on a regular basis yeah, on Ben's show, it's, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's played on every show. Yeah, I think yeah. the only show it's not played on is like, the only show it's not played on is like Dan Patrick and Colin time. Cowherd. Yeah, that was, uh, that was yeah. defecation of a last name. No, so no, I'm that was injecting, great. I am injecting myself Jesus into your Jesus Christ, David, it was a good thing for you. It got brought attention. Did you plan that with them? Did David put you up to that? I go, no, I got his name wrong, you numbskull. Yeah, but what I got talking about? I got no residual payout from that. It was just uh bleeding. No, it's just it's just you just it's just uh, a point of ridicule and and, yeah. and funniness now, which is fun. Yeah. I mean, you know, hey look, are you guys having any fun right now? Because every time I was on the air I had a great time. But I can't believe this last, I, I I know this. The last 100 days, even I mean, I'm serious. It it would have been brutal. I remember I was on after 9/11 for, and it was brutal. So anytime something like that happens, you know, it it it's it it's tough. So you know, you guys, hey, I give credit to everybody. Everybody has stepped up. Well, and I, I give Mike. It's been a pleasure. I guess we got to put the baby to bed here, but you've given us some more okay. David Gagon drops here. So <laughs> thank you for that. You, we will add. Is that what to- I, I said? Gagon, right? Yeah. But I know, and you know what? It became one of the most. I think it's one of the most played cuts in in Fox Radio history. Yeah, that's amazing, Mike. I'm sorry, I'll, Dave. I'll, 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 uh, I, I will. Uh, I, I will, never forgot your name again. I will. Uh, I will accept your apology once uh, once I start working on a new project. I'll make that. That's your make good assignment for the uh, for the year. That is un fucking believable. I, I don't know. I, I got a little. No, we can't. We can't make up. It's, it's, it's a gag on. It, I, I I understand. How, were you actually hot? Were you mad when you heard it? What yeah, the hell? I, I, yeah, Why can't he get that, my name right? That's that's a surname that uh, that 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 is not <laughs> that is not spitting on someone's face, Mike. That is like you on the south side of Chicago dropping your pants and just taking a huge dump on me. Like that is exactly what you <laughs> oh, did. Oh, dang! <laughs> now I'm feeling bad. That's uh, all good. I man. always thought you sort of liked it, but it's following you around like luggage, right? Yeah, but see, look. I mean, you mentioned it, and I think the one. The one area that we have, like working with Ben and working with Jonas and working with some right. other guys, is that we have a not so serious space that we can operate in or other places. Yeah. God forbid if you did anything like that, I'd be racing my ass up to the HR, right? Like, that's the this is the type of climate we're in nowadays where if something like that happened, people would get easily offended. And I think working with the guys that we work with, we don't take a lot of these things seriously. We take our jobs seriously. Yeah, you know what? Uh, you can't. You know, not that I know it bothers you, that I, you know, that it bothers you more than I thought. I mean, I, don't I worry sort about of it. like feel bad that it sort of rented a condo in your head above your right ear. Well, you know who, for a certain amount. Of t- you know who that's not going to worry that the Ben is not going to worry about offending no. me at all. No, no, you know who's the guy? I'll tell you who's the instigator. That Jonas Knox. He's an instigator. <laughs> that little rascal's an instigator. So you guys are all. 
doing good, man. That's yeah. all. That's all that counts. Uh, yeah, we're alive and well. And uh, Mike, again, for those that missed, I don't know how you would miss the beginning of this, but you're on the radio every Friday in Chicago, and you can hear every you. Friday night in Chicago for an hour from seven to eight. We do a wagering show called the Odds Cup of Carmen DeFalco, and then the replays eight o'clock on AM one thousand ESPN on Saturday morning. I do a podcast on Bears Bar Room, and uh, that's it. I just chill, man. I chill, play some golf, hang out. You know, I see you guys on Twitter every so often, and uh, you know, just hang out a little bit with the peeps, and that's all. And north to north to north on Twitter. That's the number two, right? You can you can follow. Absolutely, N O R T H right. number two, N O R T H, and I like engaging with the folks because those are the main people, the folks. Although nowadays, geez. You're afraid, you know, I just say, hi, how is everybody? I'm afraid I'm going to get yelled at, so forget about it, you know? <laughs> That's the way it's Crazy, man. Right. You go on Twitter going, how's everybody? They go, what do you mean by that? Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> Mike, we love you, man. Be, be good. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you both very much. I love you both. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Thanks Ben. Thanks, Mike. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.